Hey everyone, welcome back to a Common Idiot Podcast. Uh, I apologize for not having one out last week. Uh, I was feeling a little bit under the weather, didn't have a voice, and uh, thankfully no, I, I did not have the COVID, so I'm good to go. Just a sore throat, head cold, you know, all those normal sicknesses that we used to have that no longer exist anymore apparently to the rest of the world. It's always either the plague or death and, and that's it. Um, but yeah, I was just feeling a little bit under the weather. Couldn't talk very well, so wasn't able to to make a, a respectable podcast episode where I sounded somewhat decent, and I didn't even make any videos for my YouTube channel, so a little behind on that, but feeling better now. Um, things have slowed down a little bit uh, since I've had to catch up on some things, and uh, now I'm back at it, so uh, it's good to be back. Uh, a lot of things have went on. Oh my goodness, like it's crazy how much stuff is happening in the world on a daily basis. It's it's kind of scary at this point. But um, one thing to bring up is that um, you know we're it's September, late September. Halloween's right around the corner, and at least for me, you know this is one of my favorite times of the year. I love Halloween and I love Christmas time. Those are my two favorites, and I start celebrating Halloween mid September because there's just way too much horror movies and scary and scary movies or TV shows and spooky things to get into where I, you just can't do it all in one month. And I, I'm just not really a big fan of watching horror movies in August and July. Like I don't, I don't watch them any other time really besides now, every now and then if a, you know, movies in theater and pops up or whatever, I'll go. But you know, other than that, it's got to be something that really draws me in, but I save all that for, for this time period. And man, I love it. Um, while I was down for the count, uh, since I couldn't talk or really do much after work, I would just put on scary movies and TV shows. I just watched um, the old Fright Night from the 80s, and I, that's that's my favorite time period when it comes to the horror movies is, is the 80s genres. Uh, I mean, the slashers are obviously you know infamous for that time period because that was the creation of the slasher flick, but you know, just I love... The practical effects, um, Return of the Living Dead, The Thing, the '80s version, the you know the remake from um, uh, Carpenter, was it? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Uh, obviously, Halloween, Friday Thirteenth, Nightmare on Elm Street, those classics. I love those '80 movies though. Those those practical effects is what really made those movies awesome. Like CGI is great today, but having a good mix of like CGI and practical effects is what made those movies so amazing. And that was the best thing about Jurassic Park, I think, did it perfect. Because that was a good mix of both. And that movie is just phenomenally done. So it's a masterpiece. So, but yeah, so i just been, you know, hanging out, watching those. And um, I was really excited because this time of year, uh, the city that I live in, they always have a play, uh, Dracula. And I love that around this time of the year. It's it just it's great to kind of get you in the mood, get you prepped for Halloween. Uh, last year, obviously, with the the COVIDs going around, they didn't have anything in person. Um, and I was excited. Hopefully, they were going to bring it back this year. But I got a newsletter, and they said that uh, unfortunately they're not going to have it this year again. So it's going to be it's not going to be coming back until 2022. Well, as I read a little bit further into this this newsletter, I realized that they've now destroyed Dracula forever. That they, they are ruining this play, of course. 
because, you know, we'll get into it in a minute. Uh, but nothing's sacred. Nothing is sacred, whether it be in Hollywood, TV shows, whatever. They're, they are rebranding and re reimagining all these amazing, wonderful stories and IPs to fit a, a more relevant and social agenda. So I will read to you the newsletter that I got, and I will uh, not name the person who is uh, creating this because I don't like, uh, I guess they call it doxing anyone or anything, but it is a woman, shocker. But it says, uh, an online, so there's, obviously, you can't see this in person because they're still in the process of making this for the next season, but there's an online event where you can, like, do a behind the scenes of what they're what they're going to be creating for this next season. So it says, an online, or in the lab, a look inside the Dracula process, an online event where you can learn about the new in-person production that is in the works for the fall of 2022. This future show will introduce the writer's acclaimed feminist adaptation, which drives a gleeful stake through the heart of the patriarchy. <sighs> okay, let's continue. The virtual gathering offers a glimpse of the work in progress as we build toward a new in-person produ production of Dracula for the 2022 Hollywood Halloween season. Meet the cast and creative team and hear excerpts from the writer's thrilling new adaptation, which reimagines the classic as a full-throated battle cry against toxic masculinity with equal parts humor and horror. Uh-oh, retard alert! Yeah, this sounds like an absolute dumpster fire. And it says here, Dracula, a bit of a feminist revenge fantasy really based on loosely on the novel of Bram Stoker. So that's what I want to see. I want to go watch a, a, a feminist revenge fantasy in Dracula because that makes a whole hell of a lot of a sense. I, I just... Toxic masculinity. You know, we just talked about this on a live stream the other day on my YouTube channel about what toxic masculinity is. And it's insane to me that they... They push this little theory here, what toxic masculinity, because what they do now with these these TV shows and all these movies is they replace the strong male with the strong female, right? They just swap it. And obviously, you know, when they push this stuff and this agenda and all this crap, if you criticize this at all, you always have the haters, right, that... They call you bigots and phobes and you're, you're, you know, you're trash or you're garbage or, you know, whatever they want to label you as. Because, see, if you question anything, whether it be Papa government or Hollywood or anything, you're in the wrong now. See, for some reason now, crazy leftist liberals, um, you have to just go along with the program. They control everything. They're in charge of everything. All of our media, whether it be news movies, TV shows, or they're in charge of it all. They've taken over. And if you question it, or you go, hmm, this sounds kind of like propaganda of some kind, then you're a bigot, you're an ist, and you're a phobe. Um, but what in reality, these people, they just do this. Don't ask questions. Just consume product and then get excited for next product. That's basically what it boils down to. You're just supposed to shut your mouth, Consume what Disney or whoever gives you, and and don't question it, and you better like it. And if you don't like it, well, then you're just a bigot. And as I was getting back to the other 
portion of this, like I said, they always switch these stories to go from a strong male character, because it's toxic masculinity, to a female character that is strong, right, and powerful. Well, like I said on that live stream, we actually broke down what they claim toxic masculinity is. This is the definition of what they what traits of to- toxic masculinity are. Mental and physical toughness, aggression, self-sufficiency, emotional insensitivity, discrimination against people who aren't heterosexual, not displaying emotion. And I think I said this aggression. I think I already said that. Um, so the only one that I agree with that obviously you should not do is you shouldn't discriminate against anybody regardless of race, gender, or whatever. You shouldn't discriminate against any any person. Just leave them alone. Unless they're a child molester. If, you, if you're a pedophile, you could discriminate against them. And I don't care. If that offends you and that bothers you, I don't care. But if you, if you prey on children or you hurt innocent people, then yes, you should be discriminated against. I don't, I, I don't care. To the gallows with you. But all this other stuff, mental and physical toughness, aggression, self-sufficiency, uh, emotional insensitivity, there's a time and place for that, right? I mean, I think that makes sense. You shouldn't have a safe space and start crying at work. When you're at work, you have there's a time and a place. You work. If you have a bad day, go home. Go buy a bucket of ice cream. Cry into that. Watch a movie. Don't cry in your uh, safe space closet at work and have a melt- meltdown so then for an hour, you, you don't get to do your job, so I have to pick up the slack. No, be a, be a grown adult, deal with your shit, deal your shit, and go home, and deal with it then. That's, that's what life is. But all this stuff, all toxic masculinity, that's the entire Marine Corps. Sorry, that's exactly what the Marine Corps teaches you. You need all of this stuff to win battles and win wars and uh, to survive. And that whether it be in a combat situation or whether you go to the grocery store and somebody pulls a gun. You need all of this stuff, mental and physical toughness, aggression, you, emotional insensitivity. You need that at that time. If you're having a mental break, if, if someone's been shot and you need to address that, right, that wound and someone's sitting there crying hysterically, slap them and say, call 911. Get them out of shock. Have them call 911 while you address the wound, right? I mean, these are all normal things. Some of it I understand. I understand what they're trying to say. Self-sufficiency, that's toxic masculinity. Now, the irony in this is that when we were talking about this, this is what they make all these new female characters that are in these lead roles. That's what they they make them mental and physical toughness, aggressive, self-sufficient. But we they're not toxic. That's just normal. That's just a empowered female. But when men do it, it's wrong. But you can't say that out loud. If you say it, well... You know, then you're you're a piece of trash or whatever the case may be. But guess what? Surprise, motherfucker! You're wrong. These people are hypocrites because they want to smash the patriarchy. This is the definition of patriarchy. Because I didn't know what that meant. Patriarchy is a social system in which men hold primary power and predominant in a role in roles of political leadership, moral authority, social privilege, and control of property. I mean, when was when was Dracula written? 1700, 18, I mean, it's way back when. Way back when. When, like, that stuff was normal. 
And if you think about it, if you've actually seen Dracula, especially, I think, even in the last play that I saw, not only was it, like, Van Helsink, who was... Oh, <laughs> that was one thing I noticed. Van Helsink, in the play last time when I saw it, they race... Or they gender-swapped him. Van Helsink was a female, Right? So that was my first sign that this shit was going south pretty quick. But nevertheless, they killed Dracula. So here, yeah, <laughs> spoiler if you don't know this. They killed Dracula at the end. I mean, what else do you want? And if you ever notice this in all these horror movies and stuff, like all this stuff going on, you ever notice it's the the main bad guy, you know, Michael Myers, Jason, Freddy, whoever, it's predominantly a man that is attacking women. And there's always one woman that succeeds and defeats them at the end of the day. Always. They've been pushing this since the 80s. Those are strong women, if you think about it. They choose to fight, stand up against them, and they succeed and win. And usually, if you, it's not with the help of a man. A man doesn't really come through and help them. It's normally the women taking control and doing this. Defeating the bad guys. Yeah, they always come back for a sequel because they they want to make eight Jasons, but still. So, uh, what are you talking about smash the patriarchy? Come on, man. Like, grow up. I did a joke. I did my Joe Biden. Come on, man. That fucking clown. Jeez. That's an ugh. I don't even want to get into that. <laughs> I don't even want to get into that topic, but but all these these maniac women, these crazy leftists out there that they either shave the side of their head or they have multicolored hair, five cats, have had nine abortions, or they have a boyfriend who lets them, they they let their girlfriend sleep with you know other dudes while they film it and watch in the corner while they touch themselves. All these maniacs are indoctrinated at school. It's all it's all coming from our our lovely state funded colleges that we give, that you know they take our tax dollars. A lot of these colleges. I'm sure, I don't know if, hopefully you've seen this and you know about this, but uh, the ASU students that were attacked, the two white guys, they were in, here, I'll set the stage if you haven't seen this video, and I'm going to actually play it in case you haven't. These two white males, I know that's that's already breaking the law, these two white males are sitting in this, I guess it's a multicultural like study area. That's what they call it. You know, you ever you ever walk through a school or whatever, and they just put a little plaque like this is the so and so foundation room, and this is that. Well, this is their multicultural area. So they're sitting there studying on their laptops, and one of the kids' laptop it looks like it says, I can't tell for a hundred percent, but it looks like it says "Police Lives Matter." Now, in big bold white, you could clearly say it says "Police Matter." But I think it says lives, too. Just the lives is in blue because of blue lives. So it says, I, I'm pretty sure it says Police Lives Matter sticker. So they're sitting there. And these two lovely women come up and start accosting them. So let's let's start this. What did I do wrong? You have a better... You're, you're offensive. Police Lives Matter? You have the same sticker. We're just trying to do school. What? You guys have the same sticker as the other. But this is our space. We've got a Police Lives Matter sticker and we're getting kicked out. Can't do school. Nobody's kicking out. You just said we have to leave. No, I said... You're making the space uncomfortable. You're making me uncomfortable. 
But you're white. Do you understand what a multicultural space? It means you're not being centered. Is white's not a culture? No. No, it's not a culture. It's white is not a culture. Say it again to the camera. You think whiteness is a culture? If I was them, if I were these two kids or one of them, as there as she's running her mouth, I would have clearly, as loud as I could, would have said, "Shut the fuck up!" Like not even a question. I would not have the patience that these two young gentlemen had. The irony in this is the fact that this is what schools are teaching children today: is that white people are not a culture. White people don't have a culture. We're just white. We're just white. They're basically pushing segregation by wanting these separate. Now imagine, imagine if this was if, if this was flip-flopped. Could you imagine if two white kids walked up to this Well, here, before I get on that, let's play the rest of this real quick. I want you to hear what the rest she has to say. So anyways, this is the violence that ASU does, and this is the type of people that they protect, okay? This white man thinks he can take up our space, and this is why we need a multicultural space, because they think they can get away with this shit. I'm going to sit here the whole time, and you can find somebody to kill you. That's cool. We, we're we're not will. kicking you out. We're asking you to leave if you have any consideration for people of color and are marginalized. So clearly don't. Yeah, the whole rest of the campus, the whole, the second. Is there a room I can go? I would have said lick my balls. I'll go wherever I want to go because I pay the same goddamn tuition that you pay to go here. And they probably don't even pay tuition. They probably get funded by the state or something. For the first floor. I remember in, in college, I remember when I was in high school and we were, you know, all these scholarships. There were certain scholarships for black people. There were certain scholarships for... Hispanic people, Asian people. I remember I got in trouble for asking this. I literally asked my teachers, like, well, wait a second. I'm not rich. Why don't I have a scholarship? Like, there's, where's the white kid's scholarship? I don't, my parents don't, aren't rich. I didn't make a lot of money. Like, what are you talking? I got yelled at for that, for asking that question. But there's all these other scholarships for all these other races. But if you're white, nah, go fuck yourself. You don't, yeah, you, uh, you don't matter. We can't indoctrinate you. We don't. We don't want you here. We don't. No, 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 no. Get out. What are you kidding me? The whole MU, every single part of the campus centers you. This is the only space that you're not centered and you're still trying to center yourself, which is peak white cis male bullshit. <laughs> you are racist. Your sticker is racist because police, that's a job. You can choose to be a police. I didn't, I don't choose to be black. Yeah, but people choose to do stupid shit 99% of the time and get shot by police. Not all the time. I'm not a, a, a hardcore defender by of all police by any means because I've dealt with, I worked in law enforcement. I know firsthand that there are some shitty cops out there. But 99% of the time, these people ask for it. Whether you're white, black, whoever, doesn't matter. If you say, hey, I just watched a video earlier. It was uh, happened in California, like on the beach. It was some Hispanic. He had his hand in a, a, like a shirt covered. He had a gun in it. And they kept telling him, drop it, drop it, drop it, drop it, drop it. And he clearly like pointed at the officers and they lit him up, shot him like 15 fucking times. Well, most of that stuff, even if it's on camera, 
you can see clearly a lot of these situations where cops are put in a, you know, lose-lose situation and they have to pull the trigger. Again, not defending all police, but a lot of these situations can be avoided if people just listened to what the cops did. Yeah, cops aren't always right, but you can't fight them. You can't fight them in the street for like a pull of like a seatbelt violation. That's not worth it. I'm not talking about that. But anyway, let's continue. Okay, no, you can choose. Oh, and then they, and then these losers clap. They, oh, yes, go queen. Yes, yes, slay. Shut the fuck up, you dumb bitch. A cop, you can choose to kill people with a badge, and you're protecting that shit, which means that you're racist. I know, I know, but this offends us automatically because these people kill people like me and like us, right? So you're promoting... Yeah, they don't kill white people at all. Cops don't ever kill white people. And, mind you, the one girl that's, that was just talking, she was, like, voice wasn't elevated, nothing. She wasn't yelling. She was just talking. The main one, the loud one, screaming for no reason because that's their defense mechanism. Let me just get loud. If I'm loud, I'm automatically right. You know, how many women, you know how many people I know do that? Just because you scream and yell doesn't make you correct because you're louder than someone else. You have to actually have a valid argument. Just because you're loud doesn't mean that you are correct, but that's an intimidation uh, tactic. That's what that people try to do. So if someone starts yelling at you, just don't let them. Murderers. So please just don't do that. So now, an Asian student who's sitting like couples feet away literally now is intervening and saying hey how is that sticker affecting you negatively i'll let this play out it's almost over thank you thank you because do you understand that police lives matter was in response to black lives matter Yep. Hold on. But there's, yeah, that's but fine. And you have everywhere. You have. I'm working study. 60 hours a week while going to school because my parents don't just give me money. Yeah. But, it doesn't. Okay. And that's where it cuts off. But can you imagine what would have happened? So, oh, the school has come out and they said some kind of bullshit responses. They're like, well, uh, we're, we're investigating into the situation and, and we respect both opinions and uh, they, some horse shit generic fucking response can you imagine if two white kids went up to two black girls or one black or five doesn't matter anyone of color any human being that is not white went up to them and said uh hey what are you doing why are you in my space yeah your your multicultural space is upstairs You're, you don't belong here <laughs> this is a whites only area what do you what are you talking about? No, you need to go. Sorry, and then you start yelling. Up. Can you? What were you? What do you think the response would be? Do you think they would have given some half-ass response? Nope, nope. They would have grabbed those damn kids by their neck and chucked them so fast out the damn window. You'd have heard this. They'd have been gone, gone. They wouldn't come back. There, there would be no. There's this is this is in 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 or whatever. Fuck, I ruined that reprehensible they would have lost their minds these kids would have been slandered they would have been destroyed on the internet and completely just lives ruined over
And honestly, good. Because they should. If you had two white kids going up to two, any, anyone, any black, brown, whatever, they should be ridiculed. Because that's bullshit. You should be able to sit wherever you want, go wherever you want, as long as you're not hurting anybody or doing anything, it should not matter. You should not be have basically legal segregation. Oh, this is a multicultural room and you're not allowed in it because you're white. God, that's such fucking horseshit. But apparently, the the one, the loudest one, this all came off of apparently her Instagram. That's how this went viral. Because she posted the video of this like an idiot. But apparently, she is a... She's actually 30 years old. One of them was. I'm pretty sure it was the loudest one. But regardless, one of them is 30. Not not like 20. 30. How do you... How do these people... Can you imagine being their manager at a job? If they ever... If they ever find jobs in the workplace. There's no safe spaces at work. They're, they're going to destroy corporate America, and jobs in general, there's no way these people are going to be able to function in real-life jobs. They're going to be fired and terminated. But then, to see, they'll hide behind, well, I'm I'm so-and-so, so you can't fire me. I've worked at retail before, where, they, where HR specifically would not fire somebody because they were black. They said that. That we can't fire her. She admitted to stealing time. Now, it was stupid. She would take lunches, or she would go take her lunch and eat lunch, and it wouldn't clock out, so she would get paid for it, which was against the policy. And they warned her multiple times. The store manager, hell, they even had the district manager come in and talk to her, and she was just like, no, I'm not doing that. You're going to pay me for my lunch. And she even said, fire me. I don't care. I think, she, I think, honestly, she wanted to get fired for unemployment. But HR was like, nope, not doing it. We're not firing her. That's that's the world we live in, unfortunately. It is what it is. But so this clown uh, is a Ford Foundation uh, fellow. So she's a basically she dealt with the Ford Foundation. What and I didn't know what the Ford Foundation was. So the Ford Foundation apparently there was a bunch of leaks about what they push, but they they are part of the reason as to why uh, these maniacs are the way they are. Um, and all the code words are in their values and mission statement, if you actually read this here. So the Ford Foundation says, We believe in the inherent dignity of all people, but around the world, too many people are excluded from the political, economics, and social institutions that shape their lives. Across eight decades, our mission has sought to reduce poverty and injustice, strengthen democratic values, promote international cooperation, and advance human achievement. Learn about our mission statement, our mission values and cultures, and how we approach our work. So if you go to our mission, our values, and culture, in addressing this reality, we are guided by a vision of social justice, a world in which all individuals, communities, and peoples work toward the protection and full expression of their human rights, are active participants in the decisions that affect them, share equitably in the knowledge, wealth, and resources of society, and are free to achieve their full potential. Uh, our approach is we believe that social movements are built upon individual leadership, strong institutions, and innovation, often risk high-risk ideas. High-risk ideas. Hmm. 
I wonder what that means. To me, that sounds like, you know, the intolerant left. While the specifics of what we work on have evolved over the years, yeah, like uh, burning down uh, cities, investments in these three areas have remained the touchstones of everything we do and and are central to our theory of how change happens in the world. These approaches have long distinguished the Ford Foundation, and they have had a profound cumulative impact. Oh, yeah, they have. Yeah. The riots of last year were, were definitely impactful. Well, uh, recently on a Substack message or a Substack account, which is basically like a blog, um, uh, it's called Carl Stack, released this information. Apparently, he had a, a whistleblower from within the Ford Foundation release a bunch of like uh, internal messages about how they how they react to things. Okay, so I'm going to read these. Um, and it's basically about the difference differences of ideas within the Ford Foundation. So it says here, uh, I reject these neoliberal innova- invocations of dialogue or, quote, understanding the other side. Why should people with opposing viewpoints be listened to? I will not engage such arguments in the name of scholarly, I can't say this word, in the, in the name of civility. Sorry. Those who feel compelled to hear both sides is disappointing and intellectually moribund. Moribund? I don't know. These are two big words for me. I'm still smarter than these people, though. I am disturbed that anyone can raise this question. You ask for discussion and debate, but how do we debate when somebody won't acknowledge water is wet? What's the point? So basically, like in this scenario... Um, they are not the type to like live, let live, right? Like the police lives matter sticker that, that triggers them and they lose their mind and they, they flip out. But see, if I don't agree with black lives matter, I'm not going to go up to somebody and start accosting them or just, or messing with them. Like, well, you can believe whatever you want. You can, if you want to believe in that Marxist foundation, that's fine. Whatever. If you want to be a communist, I'm not a fan. But as long as you're not trying to make me do something I don't want to do, then fine. Once you start making me do something I want to do, then I'm probably going to respond with violence. But um, So where were we? You asked for here. Uh, I am disturbed that anyone could raise this question. You asked for discussion and debate, but how do we de- – oh, yeah, I already said that. Sorry. You seek civil debate and discussion, but we must first agree that my facts are facts. My facts. Not the facts but my facts, kind of like that my truth bullshit. I have no interest in this debate that continues to clog my inbox. I will just say that it is an absolute and disgusting abomination that on a list overwhelmingly utilized by black and Latinx people, we are subject subjected to a racist debate. I believe this was about Black Lives Matter and uh, Police Lives Matter is what they're referring to. Uh... We 40s have no obligation at all to engage in so-called debate if your views are causing harm. This platform is not the right forum. Notably, I know that we use the listserv as a safe space, but right now your cantecorous dialogue is causing young fellows who may have identity issues a lot of harm. Let's break that down. If your views are causing harm, do you see what the, how they weaponize these words? If your views are, my views don't cause harm. 
no matter what I what I think, what I feel. I don't even believe in a lot of people say uh, like people like Alex Jones cause harm because he says certain things. If you're dumb enough to just believe anything blindly, no matter what it is, like we were talking about earlier, like with these movies, you just consume and shut up. You're an idiot. You shouldn't follow anyone blindly ever, no matter who it is. Even, I think even religion and faith, you should question at some point. I don't think that's a bad thing to question anything. Especially if you want to believe in something so badly, you should question it to just make sure you're not following it because you want it to be true. You should, you should challenge things. It's okay to challenge things. But these morons, see, these indoctrinated fools, you can't challenge anything. It's either my truth or you're, you're a racist. That's it. So again, how do you coexist with these people? And what I mean by these people, just to, for clarity, I mean insane leftist. Whatever color, gender, race, doesn't matter. These psychopaths. How do you live with them? How do I, how do I, am I, how would you manage this person at, at a job? How would that person, how would you deal with that person in a, as a coworker? Could you imagine? It's not possible. You can't. Because these, they really think that, like, if you don't believe exactly what they believe in, you're, a, like, they automatically thought those kids were racist because he had a sticker of Police Lives Matter. I don't know why he had it. Maybe his dad's a cop. I don't know. No idea. Even if not, if he supports the police, what's wrong? I mean, I'm not, like I said, not the biggest fan of all cops. But they do some sort of justice sometimes. They stop crime. Right? If there's a bad guy with a gun, they're usually the guy going, the people going to the gunfire. They should be. That's what they're trained to do. Well, no one has a problem with police then when there's an active shooter somewhere. They're not screaming defund the police when uh, there's an active shooter in a school or in your Walmart. And the cops are rushing towards the sound of gunfire to save you while you're hiding behind a fucking candy machine. <coughs> Sorry. But yeah, th this is what these schools have done to these kids. So they're not, these kids will not be functional in real life. I don't know how they're going to succeed. I don't know how they're going to get real jobs. I, I feel bad for anyone who's going to have to manage them. But I don't think they're ever going to have another, like, a real job besides being, like, a Starbucks barista. That's where you see a lot of them. Or they stay in school. That's why they're 35 years old or 40 years old and they're still in school. Or they get into the education system. They become teachers to then indoctrinate the younger children. Because if you've noticed that, now we're starting to see all this stuff show up in our younger classrooms. It's just crazy. It's crazy what the world's coming to. And I, I mean, there were a lot of kids that I grew up with in school. And like I said, I grew up in Brooklyn, New York. It was very diverse. I was, the white kids in my high school were the minority. We had mainly Hispanic, black, Asian, whatever in our school. It was mainly Hispanic and, and black. And then Asian and white were about the same. But I mean, we got, I got, a, I mean, there was a lot of differencing differences of opinions we all grew up in different neighborhoods 
But we all got along. It wasn't, I mean, you know, your fist fights happen every now and then, whatever. But for the most, I mean, none of this shit kind of happened. I we had we had actual like debate class where you would find topics and learn to debate each other with factual information. Not just put your fingers in your ears and go, la, 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 I don't want to listen, it's hurting my feelings. No, like, what the fuck are you talking about? We don't do that in schools anymore. These kids are lunatics. And again, then they go out to the real world and they realize, oh, wait a second, I just spent uh, $160,000 or probably more than that on, on my degree and now I can't get a job. Or I got a job and I worked here for about a month and they fired me. Now what do I do? I don't know. I guess the government will pay my way. Absolutely just bananas. Uh, yeah, I'm so glad I'm not going to school. I wouldn't recommend anybody going to school at this point. I would I would get out of it as, as fast as possible. Do, get into a trade school or something. I don't know. But... Or do online classes. I don't know. But this kind of stuff is wacko. But, again, that's the the world is burning slowly. And these are the kind of people. Now, these are the kinds of people that are in charge of, like I said, all our media, all our corporate jobs, all in charge of all our corporations anymore. These people. This. This is what is running the world. How is that going to function long term? I don't have very much hope, but... I guess I'm just going to laugh while it burns. That's all we can do, right? So. Well, I'm going to probably cut this one short. It's not a very long one. I know my other one went a lot longer, but I had other topics. But these are the two main things that I wanted to address just because they were kind of tied into each other, uh, you know. But I don't know. Like I said, the world is burning slowly, but it is Halloween season. So get out there, start watching your scary movies, start watching, if you're in a, if you're in a Halloween, you, you should be. If not, what are you doing? I mean, you, sh- you should, you should like, even some funny scary movies. There's all kinds of fun. Malignant, that one that just came out, that wasn't supposed to be funny, but it's so insanely bad, it's funny. <laughs> so I would recommend that if you want a good laugh. Don't go into it being a serious movie, though. But yeah, so, like I said, I wanted to keep this one short, I wanted to get a, a, an episode out for you guys because I have I've been out for a week so I apologize but I'm gonna be getting new topics because uh, the world is burning at a high rate of speed and there's always new stuff to talk about so I'll have a, a a full packed episode for next week so but thank you guys for listening and until next time take care. <laughs>